but once that app was ready i thought you know we'll just keep it on play store and then uh, it will fly yeah and but after putting it on play store hardly any downloads like 20 nothing right now uh, and i was very new was 22 years old did not know anything about that space and 2014 that that was uh, really you know at that point in time mobile apps people were still debating about you know is it going to be app only world you know that was the kind of questions that people were asking um is it going to be desktop mobile now today mobile app is a necessity right you know any any uh, good people are you know every even razer pay x yesterday i was looking at it razer pay as a payment gateway it has a mobile application and fully functional you know you can do anything and everything on razer pay mobile app yes like for a payment gateway company just imagine the shift mm-hmm. now but you know getting people to install your mobile app and uh, you know getting them to use it it's a different ball game altogether mm-hmm. and that if someone comes to and you go to an agency we decided to initially okay we don't know what how to do uh, you know how to market this mobile app so we decided we'll go ahead with an agency mm-hmm. we spoke to multiple agencies and everyone came came to us and said um we'll give you this much of reach we'll give you they they said we'll do twitter marketing we'll do linkedin mark linkedin no, nobody said twitter marketing facebook marketing sem seo you know all of that i said okay let's get started you know what is the how many number of users you will give me they were talking about reach they were talking about you know uh, impressions not about the number of users right and also there was a problem at our side as well we were thinking we'll get, we need to get to you know probably 1 lakh users or 10000 users that was the uh, number that we were looking for the challenge when you when you look at those numbers like 10000 i need 10000 installs so actually focusing on quantity quantity because we did not know what is the number that we should be looking at and, and even product development how to do product development you know that that idea of install because i have built the product now i i not want millions of users to use it because those are the kind of you know news you are listening to that okay uh, this browser has so many users you know uh, millions of users like uc browser and stuff like that but you must look at so our focus should have been getting the first 100 users hmm. getting that first 100 users is not not really difficult you need to look at 100 users 1000 users and then see you know what they are looking for what they what are what features are they using talk to them you know doing things that do not scale right that is what we must have done at that point in time mm-hmm. but we were focused too much on getting that big number we should have had all the i mean like real you know analytics tool like web engage mo engage and focused on these uh, 100 uh, 100 or uh, you know 1000 user base and try to reengage them see the retention in those numbers when you go to that 10000 number your metrics are skewed everything is you know just everything gets distorted yeah. you don't have a clear picture there and that's where you know that blueprint was never out there even today i'm sure a lot of companies i've seen a lot of companies doing that they chasing scale and when they say scale they focus on you know they don't have the uh, you know actual product market fit and they just spend money on ads and then see that retention numbers going down mm-hmm. you know day one retention let's say 100 users have come today uh, tomorrow only you know probably less than 8 or 9 people come back 
into the application and day two retention to leave leave about it. Day thirty, no one can. Very few companies have cracked that game, yeah. at least in India. And who has cracked that day? And whoever has done that, they are doing pretty well. And that's where uh, you know that missing blueprint. It's not broken. It's about the missing blueprint and actually focusing on that hundred users. So when you start, and then. it's about i'm talking about you know uh, people when they start and then when when you grow it's another uh, you know set of process set of uh, uh, jargons that come into the picture when you when you keep growing when you are like you know a uh, 1 million user base right and then it's all about you know engaging the user how do you engage the you need to look at different avenues right so there is still even now there is no blueprint out there no everyone who talks about it they just you know on a very high level they speak no in depth knowledge or no in depth uh, you know step by step process which can, which is very easy to you know write it down yes. and there needs to be conviction and uh, whom i mean i've seen a lot of people talking about uh, marketing app marketing in general mm-hmm. but i don't see a lot of conviction out there when they speak right yeah. but i i can tell you that okay if you focus on 100 users today mm-hmm. and you get your retention numbers to you know uh, 20% d1 retention number 20% 25% or 30 for that matter then you know what these guys are looking for and then it automatically your channel like from where should you acquire your users it becomes very clear you, you may not get people you know facebook may not be a good channel for you but linkedin could become a very good channel and linkedin organic reach is like you know massive today right so that that once you have figured out you know what your user wants that that it becomes easier for you to market your application absolutely absolutely i think very rightly said and i completely agree that you know having those 100 users initially and nurturing them so that's very important rather than trying to do you know too many things so uh, thanks for you know uh, sharing that winky but then since we're talking about app marketing right i want to know that you know how you personally worked on the marketing like how was your experience were there any specific challenges you faced how did you get into marketing basically marketing because you know like i said i so we developed this product post that there was no way for me to grow it you go to an agency you go to we hired a lot of people like okay let's uh, we we hired somebody to run google ads they they said you know we'll run uh, universal app install campaigns and then get you users and then uh, i worked with a lot of people in marketing but nobody was able to give me the result that i wanted mm-hmm. and what the result that i wanted was actual users correct users when i say users it's not like you know somebody installing the app and uninstalling it tomorrow or just keeping it in their phone it's not my user user is like app browser someone who is coming into app browser was a was an application with multiple apps in it right that was the whole idea to to bypass play store once you install app browser at least 200 plus applications were there inside it we did some sdk integration we did api integration to have uber and ola in the same screen we did api integration with them so that you don't have to have uber app installed and we were thinking like you know every day 10 o'clock i book a cab or you know whatever time Uh, you you might book at nine thirty. You now these are the information. Those are very contextual. Yeah. So apps are basically it could be a, a left screen wherein you have contextual cards over there, and then you know just request a ride. You just have to confirm. Mm-hmm. 
from uh, your house to uh, office right okay. that contextual information everything else is feeded in there that was the idea of app browser to you know move further but to do that we needed to get that information you know that contextual information mm. who is using what that i think we were not able to uh, achieve hence you know i started exploring a lot of uh, i started reading a lot of marketing books in general okay. and then overall when i realized everyone talks about jargons seo sem you know this social media marketing and stuff like that but eventually all boiled down to content so when i looked at it so i do not take up anything if i do not understand the basics of it so marketing kya tha simple it was content people like i mean people like something of value yes it has to either educate them entertain them or you know there needs to be some quality valuable information in it that's when people will you know engage with that content okay, okay. in the context of social media i'm talking about so uh, even ads for that matter if an ad is good people exactly. would see it people would uh, people won't skip that ad when there is a youtube app ad coming in if if they grab your attention in the first uh, you know first few seconds you continue that ad yeah. instead of uh, tapping on the skip button mm-hmm. so what is that that you're looking at that's content yes now i realized you know everything else can be done with machine learning and stuff like that i need to focus on the content and content when it comes to app marketing what is your product itself right so that's when you know i got into a really depth into what what value can we provide to our users mm-hmm. and hence you know it took a lot of time and effort but got into marketing i had to do it myself eventually mm-hmm. and uh, there was a guy who we hired and he taught me a lot um in terms of you know aso seo वो सब होने के बाद देन यू नो गूगल एड्स वगैरह तो वी बाई यू इट वॉज जस्ट एक्सपेरिमेंट्स वेन ई जॉइन पोस्ट दैट यू नो आई वॉज जस्ट एक्सपेरिमेंटिंग वी वॉज स्पेंडिंग लाइक क्लोज टू वी इन सिक्स मंथ्स वी स्पेंड अराउंड ट्वेंटी लैक्स ऑन फेसबुक एड्स एंड देर वॉज अू नो केस स्टडी ऑन फेसबुक दैट इक्सिगो वॉज एबल टू ब्रिंग डाउन द कॉस्ट ऑफ देर एप कॉस्ट पर इंस्टॉल टू फोर रुपीज आई सेट यू नो आई टोल्ड दिस गाय यू नो लेट्स लेट्स जस्ट Uh, we'll also bring it down to four rupees. If they have done it, why not we? So this um, Ashish Chopra, I think he he cre- created he cre- used to create content for Exigo. Uh, uh, he was a VP of uh, content marketing, and he wrote a book called Fast, Cheap, and Viral. So in that book, I read you know how to really you know create viral content you know and why would people react to your content. he shared a lot of information with that book then i started we created bunch of videos for app browser and uh, we were able to re- reduce the cost per install to uh, 5 rupees it came down to 3 rupees for a brief period of time 3 or 4 rupees but then 5 6 was the average that we brought it down to however you know then you know once the user has come how do we retain them yeah. so the pro- the basic problem or basic mistake that i made there was actually not focusing on that 100 users and before that starting that you know uh, spending ads on facebook at that level you know 3 lakhs a month is a lot of money so we lost a lot of money there you know because these users would come and revenue were not being generated at that level and uh, yeah we never raised any vc round yet even today with fly we do not have we have not raised a vc round so we we are very 
we have to be very frugal with the way we spend. The 20 lakhs was a very luxury spend out there. Uh, but then, you know, to learn, I had to do it. And then that's when, you know, on content, I understood, okay, that's the game. Let's do it. And yeah, now now we are we are there. Okay, okay. I think uh, glad to know that you actually got into marketing because that's how we get that amazing uh, LinkedIn content from you, right? So I'm just glad that that journey. And it's like I write whatever happens, so it's like documenting. Still, yeah. I mean, it has a role to play in that journey, right? So, so you know, happy to know that. Uh, so coming back to the core, uh, you know, purpose of this uh, product masterclass, right? Uh, referral programs, referral marketing. So, when you tell me this, uh, mostly people have this idea that you know, um, referral marketing or referral program for that matter should be the only user acquisition channel so what are your thoughts on this is it true or what do you suggest rather than true or false it's like you know referral referral cannot happen on its own right first you have to have a critical base of users that can actually you know take you to the next level you need to have user base that 100 users that i'm talking about at that 100 users once you have figured out that you know, this is what, this is my product market fit. These are my target audience, ICP, ideal customer profile or whatever uh, people want call it these days. Once you know that this is my target audience, now you need to focus on that, you know, there is a funnel that uh, there is a book called uh, Hacking Growth, right? It was written by uh, Sean Ellis. No, no, I don't remember his name, but it's a very good book and it has a funnel which says A-A-R-R-R. Acquisition, activation, retention, uh, retention, referral, and revenue or interchangeable, right? So first you have to focus on acquiring user. Referral comes at the bottom of the chain. Yes. So once why would people refer? Once they have seen value in your product, how do you get people who can see value in your product? Acquire through different channels. Once you have acquired that critical base, your your product. If your product has a you know network effect like WhatsApp or LinkedIn for that matter, if inherently you can have network effect, which is like you know you for me to talk to you on WhatsApp, you have to join it. Correct. That's a critical uh, you know element, critical piece there. That's when you know referral can become your critical the only acquisition channel for you. Yeah. For WhatsApp and LinkedIn, it was the case, but for any other product like a loan application or or uh, you know. A fintech application like you know a grow for that matter for them to you know actually i need to see value in that product yeah. i can invest independent of me bringing in another user so referral then becomes a big ask for a, for the customer and if you think you'll be without providing any value they'll start referring that's a you know no brainer you should not that's like stupidity yeah. referral can become one of the channel for your product acquisition you know uh, for your uh, as an acquisition channel it should never be the only channel i mean that question that referral can be or is it false or right or wrong that i don't think you know people who are who have been in the marketing space they, they do not or who have been in that space of uh, you know acquiring and uh, growing their user base they would never think that but referral can become one of the major acquisition channel with the at 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 least, you know, 50% less cost of acquisition, the CAC co yeah. cost of a customer acquisition, yes. cost of acquiring a customer that can be 50%. I've seen it being 50% for loan applications from other channels. They have like, you know, 5% 
uh, of the uh, disbursal that they are doing, 5% of the value of disbursal that they are doing. That's the benchmark that they look at when they are acquiring from other channels. But from ref referrals, I've seen it at 1.8% to, you know, 2.7%, that 2.5%, that level. I have asked, you know, some of them to increase it so that, you know, your referral becomes uh, very... You know, people are more inclined to refer other people yes. because of that monetary reward, right? So, yeah, to summarize, a referral can become one of your major acquisition channel, not the only channel. Okay. So, you need to keep seeding that uh, user base right. somehow, yeah? Understood. Okay. So, um, you know, thanks so much for sharing that. That was insightful. Uh, but I wanted to know this because I'm pretty sure that the people who are watching this would want to know that, you know, and coming from you and your expertise, that what are the top three parameters that, you know, one should look at uh, before launching a referral program? I mean, you know, like go to like check marks. Three parameter basic thing. One of the like most of the people miss this one when they launch a referral program is visibility. Hmm. If, if it is not visible, no one is going to use it. You cannot have it in the navigation drawer somewhere, you know, uh, hidden in the menu. And you thinking that, okay, referral is not working. That's one of the biggest mistakes that I had done myself. Right. Um, After, you know, spending like, yeah, during App Browser, you know, we launched the referral program. We took like uh, almost two months to build that system in place. And then, you know, and post that, you know, I put it inside a navigation drawer. And it did not occur to me. It was such a simple, uh, you know, mistake yeah. that I need to make it visible for it to work. Exactly. That was the biggest uh, mistake and I see everyone doing it. Now, anyone who comes to us and says that, okay, tell me one simple thing that you can or one or two things that we can improve about your about our existing referral program. I tell them it's not visible. Yeah. Like Dunzo, for example, uh, yesterday I placed an order. And then, you know, on the notification, it sent me, okay, now refer your friends to get your next order for something like that was there. That is visibility. Yeah. Any email communication that you're doing mm. to your customer, let's say even, uh, you know, first transaction that happens, referral needs to be the primary thing. They need to know that there is a referral program out there. I can refer. Anyway, there is word of mouth. So referral, you need to look at it from the point of, you know, you are equipping or you are using technology to accelerate word of mouth. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, word of mouth, I can tell you, you know, uh, Priya, this, this particular application is really good. You must try it. Yeah. If I like an application, I will tell you, right? But what if there is, a, they, they keep telling me that, okay, there is a referral program. I keep seeing that, yeah. that it comes at the top of my mind whenever, you know, before even thinking about, okay, whether I should, I mean, I'll, let's say, for example, small case. If I'm talking about small case, what is the advantage? I know the value added advantage that I'm getting mm -hmm. by using small case. I'll, if at all, they would have told me that there is a referral. I still don't know whether small case has a referral program or not. Mm -hmm. Right. Me being in referral, I would go and see, you know, whether they have referrals so uh -huh. that I'll do it. Okay. It might have a referral program. Yeah, Let me check. But if they would have communicated it, small case is a big uh, company out there. Yeah. Everyone knows about it. They've done so much advertisement. But think about applications, those who have just started or, you know, very limited user base. Right. For them, if you don't tell your user base that, you know, that initial island of people, mm -hmm. okay, there is a referral program for you. that So that, you know, that island, the whole island can be, uh, can use our application. Okay, whatever I am using, I can spread it to everybody else. Yeah. If that... 
that information is not there with the certain set of people how will they interact with you right if i know i'll say that okay use this app use my referral code while you're doing it a clear advantage now that brings me to the second point the reward itself yeah you need to focus you need to make it easier for me to you know the, that first action let's say for example if it's a loan application you should not reward me for just signing up someone signs up into the loan application let's say for example cashy i invited you i should not get only on your otp sign up i should not get any reward that's given but what these people do is they take it to a very further point wherein when the loan repayment comes back then i will get rewarded that will fail yeah i must be rewarded when the disbursal happen which is a little late but what i have seen is from the result of various uh, fintech loan applications that it works a critical base of users like 10% of the disbursals are happening not 10% 5 to 6% of the disbursals are happening via referrals so that critical piece that action that event mm-hmm. you can divide that event into two parts yeah. if if you know the the both the events are valuable to you mm-hmm. like in the case of a loan application once a disbursal happens or second could be on repayment yeah so repayment can act as a trigger for you mm-hmm. trigger for your referral people are like me i am referring you yeah. first time i got the reward when you took the loan mm-hmm. when you repay that's when you know i'll be reminded that okay i got another 400 rupees or something like that you know yeah. that that reward can be much higher mm-hmm. that uh, you know it actually covers two cases one is visibility second one is your events these two events and the amount that you are rewarding it needs to be substantial you can't be like i'll give you 100 rupees for that you know you invite somebody and i get 100 rupees for inviting you to a loan application which is a really you know it takes a lot of social capital out of me to refer you but if i'm getting like 100 uh, sorry 1000 rupees or 2000 rupees or 3000 like uh, city bank credit card did 3000 rupees worth of reward on every credit card referral that converts it worked really well for city bank and that's why you know in fintech a lot of people look up to city bank when they talk about uh, referrals because that was a case study that was being around uh, you know in amongst them so three things visibility your uh, you know the event that you are rewarding for and third one is the reward itself reward needs to be very valuable like in the case of dropbox for example they gave that free storage initially it was just 500 mb of storage free storage was that was being given to and and it was way back in 2012 or 10 uh, around that time storage was expensive and cloud storage for critical base of users like you know developers or you know that techies it started from silicon valley right they understood the importance of cloud storage but themselves you know having a system like dropbox wherein you know you have a folder on your desktop you put something there it goes automatically to the cloud it was such a simple application that they have, they had built there was a strong word of mouth out there for them but now dropbox when it wanted to grow they saw that you know 350 dollars or some amount number the that was their cost of acquisition through paid channels but there was a strong word of mouth out there yes. among the community right now how do they grow organically or oh sorry organically it was not uh, e- it was not easy for them to grow but word of mouth was there how do you accelerate that word of mouth so they decided but then giving cash was not an option because for me then you know i'm converting here in 
the crit the value which is out there was that storage space yeah, for me exactly, yeah. so you need to look at that you know aspect mm -hmm. when you are looking to what to reward them with it mm -hmm. may not be cash it could be something that i truly value in your application also, you must give me that particular thing. Rather than giving me anything, you know, cash, definitely it works. But you get a lot of miscreants out of um, out of this, you know, people who are like just for the sake of referring, they come, I mean, for making money, they come into the system, they spoil your metrics. Yeah. So cash has to be used very carefully. In the case of fintech, it must be cash. The way you are giving the cash, it could be through, you know, your wallet or, you know, internal wallet. It, it may differ but cash in the case of fintech works well yes. and then in the case of uh, any other application you need to look at the value it could be something valuable inside your application itself a subscription maybe mm -hmm. for example an app yesterday i bought an app yeah. um, i mean subscription of an app called script mm -hmm. to just you know listen to audiobooks mm -hmm. that is like 300 rupees per month subscription but if i refer you i'll get one month free more like, you know, how Cultfield also does it. You know, you subscribe for the yeah, membership so and you get more days. Yes, those are the valuable aspects. But you need to critically think on that. How much, you know, it should not be like one uh, script is saying one month subscription, which is very valuable for me. Mm. Like one month, 30 days free. Mm. Right. Now, if you say if they would have said, I'll give you uh, three days free. I wouldn't have been excited, that excited to refer anybody. Yeah. I would be like, just buy it. Why? <laughs> Yeah. So you need to think in that aspect. Yeah. So yes, uh, three takeaways from this. Absolutely, that you know the visibility. Uh, you know what what event you are rewarding them on, and then the action is, that the yes. referee has to take. Yes. That is very important. Yeah, yeah, and the reward itself. You know what yes. you're going to reward, and you have to be very careful with that. So that's pretty much it, Venki. Thank you so much for sharing your thoughts. We have, uh, you know, arrived at the end of the uh, chapter one of Masterclass. We'll be talking more about, you know, uh, in the next chapter on a topic such as how to create a referral flywheel. So we do have more coming from Venki. So stay tuned and uh, thank you so much for joining again.